Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Michelle is joining me today on the Heartbroken Podcast. And this has been a long, drawn-out relationship experience, I guess I would say. How would you describe it? Well, our relationship was wonderful. In the beginning, we were... It was perfect. We were that annoying couple that couldn't keep their hands off each other. And then the end, about the last month, there was a lot of anger, a lot of hatred towards each other. And we broke it off. But the breakup has lasted about two years now and still going on. I'm Fallon, and this is the Heartbroken Podcast. And I started this because I went through heartbreak, was very public. And a lot of people would message me and ask me, How did you get through it? Because I'm going through it now and it seems like nothing's ever going to get better. And it felt easier for them to talk to someone they didn't know. And they felt like they were burdening their friends by continuously talking about it. And I don't have a ton of advice, but I know hearing others makes you feel less alone. And for those coming in and telling you their story, it's somewhat therapeutic to talk to someone they don't know about this heartbreak. And that's where the idea came from for the Heartbroken Podcast. So you said you were the annoying couple. You, I I mean, you said even in your email, we moved fast. Yeah, we moved really fast. Um, I had worked that summer at a summer camp Mm -hmm. and I was in the best place I could possibly be. I was healthy emotionally, physically, everything. And I came back and I wasn't looking for a relationship, but I met him. And I fell in love with him right away. Mm-hmm. I knew the day that I met him that... Where'd you meet? How'd you meet? Um, Actually, my friend started dating this guy, and it was his really close friend. Okay. And he wanted to, like, blind date set us up. So we all met at a bar, and before they could even introduce us, we were, like, drawn to each other. Yeah. And it was like nobody else in the world existed that night. And from that point on, we were pretty much inseparable. Yeah. Uh, actually, our first date was really, really romantic. I hadn't seen him in about a week because he was working a lot. And he called me up. And was just like, hey, what are you doing? I have a half hour. Can you meet me down at this dock? And I was like, yeah, I can do that. And he had spent all day picking, skipping rocks so that we could skip them. And he didn't say a word as I tossed each one of them into the water without skipping a single one because I can't skip rocks. (laughs) (laughs) I can't either. Yeah. That's pretty, I feel like that's a memorable date. Yeah. And it was like that through the whole thing pretty much. And you said you guys, did you move in together? We did end quickly? up moving in together pretty, about six months in. Okay, yeah. And, yeah. And how long did you guys date before maybe things turned? We were together about a year. Okay. Before they went bad. And what happened? So, at camp, I'd met amazing people. And one of those people was a a kid about five years younger than me that was my best friend, fast friend. He was everything. He was my whole summer. And my boyfriend had an issue with that. He didn't like how close we were. We called each other pet names, which, I mean, looking back, maybe not the coolest thing. But Mm -hmm. he was just really, really jealous of that relationship. And he didn't want him around. And he lives in a different country. So when he came back for camp the next summer, he stayed with me for a week. Mm -hmm. Well, with us at that time. Yeah. And that's exactly when things flipped. 
that was. What happened that week? Like, did he, did he feel like something inappropriate happened, or was it just the simple fact that he was there? I think, and it, he had expressed he didn't like that yeah, relationship. It was like the buildup of that. Like, he was already mad that he was coming. I think he wanted something to go wrong. And then there was one night where we went out. We got a little more drunk than we should have, and I, uh, I actually woke up naked on my living room floor. <laughs> which I'm not the proudest of, but I had been covered with the blanket that my friend had been sleeping with. And my boyfriend came upstairs and saw me there and got really mad. And I guess my friend woke up and saw me on the ground and was like, well, this isn't cool and covered me up with a blanket. And my boyfriend took that as, well, why is she using his blanket? Mm-hmm. And she's up here naked. Like, what is going on here? And nothing happened. It literally was like I yeah, wanted to sleep in the kitchen. Yeah. But you understood probably where he was yes, I coming did. from, at least Absolutely. that moment. Yeah. That, was, that was not my uh, proudest moment. So he tells you, he, he lets you know that he's upset. Does he leave? Does he, is it just a fight? Does the other, does the friend leave? What happens? It actually, my room was in the basement. Okay. So we went back down to my room and he just kind of yelled at me for like a half hour and I cried myself to sleep and that was pretty much it. And from that point forward, things start... That's he got mad at me and it was like he couldn't not be mad at me from that point on. So was it every day a fight or he, pretty much from when we'd wake up to when we'd go to bed. Sometimes it would be okay but we'd be like planning to go out and then we'd go out and he would yell at me in the streets downtown and he was just he was so mad at me and nothing I could do would change that. Was the yelling always going back to that or was he finding reasons to get mad at you? He would find reasons and then it would circle back and it always came back to him coming up and yeah so what were what would he create a what would he get upset about before it would lead back to that oh anything and everything mm-hmm. either he wanted to go home and i wasn't ready and it would turn into a huge fight that would eventually turn into him yelling about my friend again what exactly would you say then finally ended it at that point like did he move out did you like where you did you both realize we're fighting every single day? Well, there were a couple things that led up to it. So in the beginning of our relationship, I found out that he was texting this girl and I just saw over his shoulder and the text was something like, I missed you so much today. And I was just like, what, what are you doing? Who's that? And he mm-hmm. said, oh, it's just a really good friend from school. And this was before he hated me for my okay. friend. And I was just like, OK, that's cool. Like, just. Let me know what's going on there. So let me just, just to get the timeline right. So is this early on in your relationship? Or Very this... early. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he stopped talking to her until about winter when her dog had died and she reached out to him. Mm-hmm. And they did have a like a romantic history, but they were just really good friends. And I believed him. I trusted him completely, 100%. And so they started talking again. And I was okay with that. He always offered to like let me read his messages. And I always said no because I didn't. Yeah. I didn't care. It was just a friendship. But, yeah. (laughs) So that came up. And then he hated me about this other friend, which was like... Like, you're allowed to have one, but I'm not. Yes. And he had more than one, actually, in the end. It was another ex-girlfriend. Near the end, when we were on the verge of breaking up, I worked at a bar. And I was closing. And he was downtown drinking with his friends. And his ex-girlfriend was there. Not his friend, but his ex-girlfriend. And uh, I called him when I was off work, and he's like, yeah, come pick me up. And I went to go get him. And 
he was up there, up at his friend's apartment, drinking with all of them. And I walked in, and he just had shots. And he was like, shots for the two of us. And I was like, cool, I'm here to get you. Let's go. Yeah. And he was like, I need to finish these shots. And I was like, okay. And so he was a lot more drunk than I thought he was. Mm-hmm. And in the morning, he woke up with, like, a jump and looked around, and he was naked. And he saw me, and it was just, like, the sigh of relief. And I was like, oh, what? And he's like, I, I don't wasn't sure what I did last night. I wasn't sure who I went home with. Uh-huh. We've been dating for a year. You better be coming home with me. Yeah. But so he was nervous about that. So that make you feel like this is something that had happened before or I'm not sure. Okay. Were um, there nights where he didn't come home that you then look back on and you're like, okay, has this happened before? No. Okay. No, we were always really open about everything and like I knew she was gonna be there and I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. But that reaction to it made me less okay with it made you think maybe they they were texting or doing things that they shouldn't be in general yeah okay and so there's that reaction Mm -hmm. and you are at this point this is during the time when you are fighting yeah okay this is almost breakup time okay um so the day that it actually ended i play the ukulele and i got asked to play a show at like a local farmer's market cool. show yeah. thing. It was pretty cool, and I was really excited. And he came down with me, and I could tell that he didn't want to be there because he wanted to go hang out with his friends and his ex-girlfriend. And I just was like, hey, just stay here with me for another half hour, and then you can go. And he was obviously uncomfortable, so I was just like, just go. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And he handed me my ukulele and left. And I screwed up my show so bad, I played uh, the chorus to one song three times and then just said, no, I'm, I can't. Oh, wow. And I got off stage. So it was really like humiliating and really traumatizing. And then I had to go to work that night, so I was at the bar, and I texted him something, and he read it and didn't reply. And I sent something else, and I asked him if he was coming home, and he didn't reply. So that night, I had just had enough. Mm-hmm. I knew he was out with his ex-girlfriend. I knew I didn't know, but I just had really bad feelings about everything. So did you text, like, this is done, or? Well, I just packed up all of his stuff, and then I, okay. I actually, uh, my brother was out of town for like a weekend party and he's like just come up I need a bottle of Jameson anyways and I was like all right I'm on my way and I called him while I was on my way out there and I just said this is over I can't anymore Mm -hmm. and he hung up on me and I didn't talk to him till I came back and when you came back is that and you talked to him is that when he came to like the place to get his stuff our house yeah (laughs) um no he didn't take any of his things he just met me there and we talked about how it wasn't working and how it was time for it to end. And we both agreed. Were you ready for it to end or were you just like ups- hoping that he would be like, no, let's figure this out? I wanted him to fight for it. Yeah. But I knew he wasn't going to. He was so, so mad at me. Yeah. Just so angry. Did you ask if anything happened that weekend with his ex-girlfriend? No, not then. Okay. I did later. Nothing happened. I guess she tried, but. Okay. He said he didn't do anything, but who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we broke up, and that was that. Um, but the breakup has been an ongoing thing for how long? Two years now. And it's still a thing? Yes, I saw him two weeks ago. So what has happened over the course of two years that you you cannot you guys cannot move on? So right after we broke up, he fell off of his skateboard and broke his leg. Mm-hmm. And the place that he was staying had a flight of about 20 stairs to get up. 
So ah. he moved back in with me immediately after we broke up, and he stayed with me for a month. Were you guys technically back together then? No. Okay. No. Um, but did it feel like you were in a relationship without the title or? No. Okay. It felt weird. Like I was his caretaker. Mm-hmm. And he would like, I would try to like reach over and touch him at times and he would just recoil. Like he did not want to be around me. And the only reason he was is because I was literally feeding him. The convenience of the caretaker mm-hmm. and the lack of flight of stairs. Yep. So his leg healed in like what a month? You said yes, and then he's out. And then it was my birthday, the day that he got the okay to walk again, and I was so excited because we had to finish cleaning our house. Yeah, and he got in the car after his appointment and said, "I am okay to walk." And I said, "Okay, cool, let's go clean." And he said, "Actually, I'm going to go hang out with my friends." It's like it's my it's my birthday, and we have to clean this place. Like this is the last day that we can, and. He just said, well, I don't really care and went off with his friends anyway. So I spent my birthday deep cleaning our house. You were moving out. Yes. Okay. Then it wasn't the best birthday. Clearly. But yeah, after that, I moved into like a basement apartment and I had just graduated nursing school and I got a job that I hated Mm -hmm. and I lived in this apartment that I hated and I... I had friends around, but they were all in relationships. Yeah. And so I just really felt alone. So for about a year, I was just kind of like drinking by myself in this sad little basement apartment. Yeah. Just wallowing in my self-pity. And I would reach out to him and he would either ignore me or whatever. But then it became like a really clear pattern. He would go about a week without talking to me. And at the end of the week, he would reach out to me. We would hang out. We would have the best time, and then he'd be gone for another week. And that was the entire year I lived there. I saw him about weekly. So you would just look forward to that? Yeah, pretty much. And then the rest of the time while he's ignoring you, you're probably destroyed Complete mess. Complete mess. And this is a year of your life? An entire year. So you're spending five days of your week in a job you hate, in a place you hate, the person you love ignoring you. Mm Mm-hmm. Then they give you that glimmer of hope. Just that nice little, you know, pop of their presence. Mm-hmm. And then he'd be gone again. Was he seeing someone else during this time? He said that he wasn't. Yeah. But I, there's no way to be sure. Right. Did you feel like, did you feel it though? Like he was? Well, I knew that he was still talking to his friend. Mm-hmm. I knew that there was still something going on there. And... That was about it. She was leaving the country for a while, so I know they weren't seeing each other, but I knew that they were talking. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why, other than, like, feeling, you were obviously feeling down in general. Oh, it wasn't feeling good. (laughs) Yeah. Is that, do you you think that's why during that time you allowed yourself to be treated that way? Or was there some kind of genuine hope? There was definitely hope. Okay. Um, I really, really, really wanted him to just be like, oh, no, I forgot how great we were together. Yep. Um, but I also felt like I had nothing else going for me at that time. Like, my friends would reach out and ask me to go do things, but, I mean, I was in a pit of depression, so I didn't want to go do anything with them. Yeah. Uh, every once in a while I would, but they were all in relationships. And so I would be like third wheeling, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a fun time for me. 
did you try to did you try to like put yourself out there to go like on a date with anyone else during that time I or no? I did. Okay. And it never went well. Okay. So I kind of just stopped trying. Did you feel like you were sabotaging it because of your mental state or do you think it just didn't work out because it the probably, person wasn't right? Probably a mixture of both. Yeah. I was constantly comparing to him mm-hmm. and nobody came close. Yeah. He was just we were so perfect together. Yeah. He, he was always so positive about me and he made me feel like the most wonderful person in the world. He always told me how beautiful I was and it was just the greatest thing just to end so angrily. So that was year one. Yes. Of the of you guys being broken up but still having this weird strange relationship other. thing. What was year two? Are you is this currently year two of it? Yes. You're in it. Well, okay. We this is yeah, it's been it was two years that we broke up earlier this month. Okay, so we're going on to year three. Okay, um, but I ended up moving because I just couldn't stay there, mm-hmm. and I wanted to move before, but I just didn't. So I finally said I'm gonna move to Duluth. Yeah, and I did. I up and moved to Duluth, and on my way out, I wanted to say goodbye to him. I wanted him to say goodbye to my cats, and I stopped at his house, and he pulled up, and he was just like, "What?" And I was crying because. I'm an emotional wreck most of the time. And I just was like, I wanted to say goodbye. He's like, this isn't. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply goodbye and you know that and I was like okay mm-hmm. okay cool and so I left moved to Duluth and it wasn't goodbye it wasn't goodbye but uh, I'm gonna guess you didn't see each other as often no I uh we went a month without talking and I was oh just no phone or anything nothing were you trying to do that were you trying to do that I wanted Duluth to be him free okay. and it, I wanted to be done and uh, I got a call late one night and he was crying and I blocked him on Snapchat and all the fun stuff. And he just said, I understand if you don't want to communicate anymore, but I miss you and I love you. And I wish that you would reach out to me. And fun. It was my birthday. Uh, <laughs> it's always my birthday. Yep. But it was my birthday that he reached out to me. And so I messaged him and I just said, I'm sorry if this isn't what you expected, but this is what I need. Mm hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that turned into, well, maybe he should just come to Duluth to visit me. Mm-hmm. And he did. And it was, I'm sure, great. It was wonderful. Yeah. He spent a few days with me. We were just really low-key hanging out. It was just like in the beginning. And then he goes back home. Mm-hmm. And does it continue conversing or does it go back to like the disappearing for like a week? <clears throat> disappearing for like the week. And then at the end of the week, he would reach out and it was just right back to what it used to be. Has it consistently been that then this entire year? Or you moved back, right? And I'm still in Duluth. You are still in Duluth. Yes. Okay. So I was going to school in Bemidji, where okay. we're from. And I was doing mostly online, but I'd have to go back three times a semester. Mm-hmm. So whenever I'd go back, I would just stay with him. Okay. And at the end of the first semester, there was this huge like head-to-toe physical assessment thing that I had to do, and I was really struggling with it. So I came up a few days early, and he let me practice on him, and I ended up acing it, and I did great and I have so much like I thank him so much for letting me mm-hmm. just go through that over and over and over again um, but by the end of it we were fighting like I was up for I think four days with him and I I couldn't even stay the last day because he was screaming at me what was the fighting over my friend wow mm-hmm. who I haven't seen in two years yeah so I don't know how it keeps coming back to that but he just really resents me for it yeah and so you couldn't stay the last day. No. I ended up driving to Fargo to hang out with some friends. Yeah. Which was really nice. And how long ago was this? Oh, winter. Okay. Probably December. So how has this year, 2019, been so far? Well, he came down to visit me in February for a week. And I finally like got the job that I wanted. Nice. I'm working in a hospital now, and it's amazing. Um. I was working on like getting the apartment that I wanted. Everything was starting to fall into place for me. And he came up to visit, and it was okay for the first few days, but by the end we were fighting, this time over what um, the difference between sympathy and empathy was. Oh, okay. And it turned into a huge fight, and I don't even know how. Yeah. But I ended up crying about it, <laughs> which is fun. Well, it happens. I mean... I think you've probably had a lot of built-up emotion over mm. other things. So oh, yeah. if it seeps out, it might have nothing to even do with that argument. Not even at all. Yeah. But he just likes to be right, and so do I. So uh, during that time, he told me that he was starting to see somebody. And I said, cool. That's great. I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that week, we drove back to Bemidji together because I had class. And... We ended up at the same house party, and he stayed in the basement the whole time. Wouldn't even talk to me. Wouldn't look at me. Just was like, I didn't exist. Was the his new person there or no? No. Okay. No, she was not. Um, but after that, we didn't talk for a decent amount of time. And then he reached out to me again, and that was like probably a month went by. Mm-hmm. And he reached out to me, asked me how I'm doing, whatever, and... He said that he was really unhappy and that he just wanted to talk to me, and, yeah. which is fine. I'm here. He's yeah. like my best friend. And he was dating this girl that things weren't going really well with. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I'm sorry. If you ever need to talk, I'm here. I had started seeing somebody at that point, too, which did not go well either. But I, he wouldn't tell me who he was dating. And the chances of me knowing that person are pretty high because the town that we lived in was pretty small. Right. And he wouldn't tell me, and I was just like, okay. And so 
finally I put on my inspector pants and I found out exactly who it was and it was his friend that he had been talking to during our relationship, which makes me believe that he hated me so much because of my friend, because this is was maybe his plan the whole time. I don't really know. Yeah. What was that like when you found that out? I was angry. Um, He had been making more plans to come see me when I found out who it was. And I just said, you know, we got to stop. We can't do this anymore. This has to end. You can't keep gaslighting me. You can't keep coming back when it's convenient for you. And he said, okay, um, can I reach out to you if this ends? Because I don't want my life to be without you. And I said, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that it would end because they have so much history. Mm-hmm. And about a week later, it ended. And then he came down to see me. Do you think she knew about you during any of that time? I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. Um, I know when he was down visiting me, we had like this really great night, like the best night we'd had in probably two years. Mm-hmm. And I told him I knew who he was dating. And he asked if my friends knew that I was down there down in Duluth and I said yeah and he said well you probably shouldn't tell them because I have one foot into the relationship with this girl and I was like what yeah what does that even mean and why are you down here seeing me if you're even considering working things out with her Mm -hmm. and he just kind of blew it off and moved on with the conversation have they gotten back together I don't know I haven't talked to him since he left you haven't how long ago was that Uh, about two weeks but you know it'll come again yeah I want to go back for a minute because the what's hard to believe is you have such a perfect relationship and this one mistake where nothing actually happened. Granted, mm-hmm. I understand the initial fight and I understand the initial like him being super mad and maybe it even taking time. Mm-hmm. But it's so hard to believe that someone could like just hate you so much after things were so perfect for a year. So what do you feel like? That was, have you thought deeper on that? Like, this was an excuse. His out. His out or this. Have you thought about things like that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wasn't really the relationship type when we started dating. I wasn't looking for a relationship either. It just happened. Um, But we were talking marriage. We were talking future. We were talking no kids. Mm -hmm. Like, just had everything planned out. We had our dog's names picked out, everything. And then this happened and it was a literal switch. Yeah. Just got flipped. And he has some anger issues and some issues with, like, expressing himself, his emotions correctly. Mm -hmm. So I really think that he just grabbed this and then held on to it. Mm -hmm. And he said that there were a lot of red flags in the beginning of our relationship and that he never really trusted me. And I, I, I honestly believe that it was him taking out how he felt about himself on me. Okay. Like... I saw the red flags. I saw him texting these girls. Yeah. And I should have done more, but didn't. A lot of the things I've asked you, you've just kind of been very casual, like, I don't know, or I didn't ask, or I don't know. Do you feel like you do know, but you don't want to know? Maybe. Even now, because I, you have a great job, you're an intelligent person, um, which I find has been the case on every single one of these podcasts. (laughs) There, it's... It's not like lacking intelligence. It's not anything like that. But you don't want to be the quote unquote other woman. Oh, not at all. Do you feel like you've allowed yourself that just to have him in your life a little bit? 
Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I I still love him yeah. so, so much. And honestly, if he came around tomorrow and was like, hey, I'm dropping everything and you're going to be my priority again, mm-hmm. I might consider it. But do you genuinely deep down inside think that will ever happen? Not a chance. I think that we've both been hurt too much yeah. to ever go back. So what keeps you from blocking his – just guaranteeing it by blocking his phone number maybe? I can't imagine my life without him, mm-hmm. even just the little glimpses of him that I get. He's just a really big part of me. And the thing – I really want to. Yeah. I really know in order to move on with my life, I'm going to need yeah. to get him out of it. But it's just really hard. Yeah. Because um, I was going to ask, if you did find someone else and you felt like compatible – do you feel like then you would? Because yeah, I think that you have kind of even admitted you still love this person. Mm-hmm. You'll never probably be able to just be friends with this person and allowing them in your life kind of allows them to still hold on to a piece of you, which wouldn't probably be fair to a new partner. Oh, absolutely not. And I am 100% sure that's why I haven't moved yeah. on. Uh but, yeah, in order to move on, I have to get rid of him. But I don't want to get rid of him and move on. So it's kind of this seesaw little thing. Yeah. And there's been times where I've been like, I don't want to talk to you. I want this to be done. Yeah. I've sent paragraphs of messages explaining my feelings and stuff. And he always just goes, okay, because he knows. It won't be the last time. It won't be the last time. What, what would it actually take? For it to be the last time. Does it have to be that you've moved on to someone else? Or does it, what does, what is it? I would like it to not be that I've moved on to somebody else. Yeah. I would like to take some time just for me mm-hmm. without him. But I think it might be. It might have to be. I, uh, I'm i in this new town. I don't really have friends. I'm kind of lonely sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm starting to make friends and I'm starting to go do things, which is really, really wonderful. Yeah. And I'm thinking about him a lot less. But... He was just up two weeks ago. So yeah. I have had my fill of him. Yeah. And now who knows? There's something about that alone time, being mm-hmm. alone, not having something or someone to distract us. And we just internalize so much. Mm-hmm. So what could have been, what could still possibly be yep. the, um, all the scenarios, what are some that play out for you over and over again? Or do you have those? Um, I play back to the beginning of our relationship a lot. Mm-hmm. Like the moment I fell in love with him, I think about it a lot. He had taken my glasses. He can't see either, mm-hmm. but he had lost his glasses and he put them on and he looked over at me and he goes, you're even more beautiful when I can see you clearly. And oh. I was just like, oh, you're amazing. Um, and just back to how much fun we used to have. We were best friends. We were inseparable. It was everything. So I just, I want that back. But I'm never going to have that back. Do you believe that you will find that with someone else? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, uh, I'm kind of a friendly person. Yeah. I meet people pretty easily. And I'm a bit of a serial monogamist. Mm-hmm. So before him, I had dated quite a few people in Bemidji. And I like dating. I think it's a lot of fun, especially in the beginning, yep. obviously. Yeah. Um, but I just haven't been able to let myself go do that again. Mm-hmm. Do you have, um, I don't want to say goals is such a weird word. Do you have plans for yourself in the near future, things that you want to do or uh, steps you want to take or 
And these looks like such weird words to use. But well, actually, I have um, a little trip for myself planned. It's okay. going to be a lone hike up in the Superior Hiking Trail. Oh, nice. A little five day thing of just me in the woods. Yeah. Hopefully, that'll be a nice little healing experience and test my knowledge and whatnot. In the woods is like such a healing place for me. Yeah. It's where I feel absolutely the best. Mm-hmm. So maybe after that, I'll be able to say goodbye. Who knows? What do you ultimately want for yourself? Um, I just want to be happy, which <laughs> is such a simple thing to say. But I want to find somebody who can deal with me for more than a year, which is kind of hard because I have a very strong personality. Um, I want to just have fun, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't really have like goals with children or yeah. jobs or anything like that because I don't know if I want kids yet. Yeah. It's going to 100% depend on yeah. my life partner and what their feelings are. If they feel strongly one way or the other, I'm super in the middle. I don't think I could be pregnant for nine months. I think that'd be really hard <laughs> for me. Yeah. But maybe I'd give it a whirl. I don't know. Yeah. I think uh, happiness is a pretty good, good yeah. goal to have. <laughs> Easier said than done. Exactly. Um. Well, I... I wish you so much luck. And I always say this. I wish you so much luck because I really do because um, there's, there is something interesting and, and about going on a trip alone. Mm-hmm. It's so – you're really like – it's silly. It could even be for a weekend. But it's sometimes it is really healing and in the weirdest way. You get to be alone with your own thoughts. Yeah. And so I hope that goes well for you. Even if it's like not not like some big revelation that happened, but even just that it's a good trip in general. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what will happen for you. Obviously, I f- assume happiness will definitely be. I really hope so <laughs> in the near future for you, um, because I know you don't want to in a year from now be like, well, it's been three yes, years. This is the third year of the breakup. Yeah. Um. I am definitely in a way better place than I was. Mm-hmm. I'm not alone in my basement drinking anymore. Yep. I'm now in an upstairs apartment drinking by myself. I'm just kidding. No, um, I uh, have a... <laughs> I know you should laugh at that, but I know you're kidding. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I have a pretty decent apartment now, a job that I love. Mm-hmm. I just got a new car. I just drove up. I had cruise control yeah. driving down here, which I didn't have for three years. Okay. I didn't have cruise control for three years. You're taking some good steps, though. I really am. And I feel like all of those things are things for you. They mm-hmm. aren't in someone else they aren't it isn't based on a relationship or finding those are very those are things that are growing you as a person i'm learning how to heal Mm -hmm. and how to like myself a little bit more than i have good Mm -hmm. well i really thank you so much for coming in and sharing today of course i appreciate it and thank you for listening to the heartbroken podcast Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.